Sharpingle shot, save, rebounds loose, they score! Keeper Bellows, goals in four straight games. What a goal for Oliver Wallstrom, a highlight reel tally, cross-size pass, Wotherspoon scores! Parker Wotherspoon times the game. This is a production of the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, proud American Hockey League affiliate of the New York Islanders. On for the return pass extended, Simon Holmes from he drags, shoots, he scores! First in North America for Simon Holmstrom. I'm head coach Brent Thompson, and this is Sound Tigers Hockey. Hey, good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. I'm Alan Buring, and this is the Sound Tigers team podcast for 2021. We call it Sound Up. I guess you could call it whatever you'd like, as long as you enjoy every episode. That's the one requirement we have. You've got to have fun. All of these episodes are archived on Anchor, SoundCloud. We've got the audio posted on YouTube as well. Today's March the 23rd of 2021. We're 10 games into this very condensed 24-game season. So uh, getting up there almost halfway. The Sound Tigers faced Hartford last week. They've got Hartford again this weekend. Really right in the middle of a very long stretch with no Sound Tigers hockey, though. A dry spell that's going to hit about nine days as the team hasn't played since last Thursday. An overtime win. And they're off all the way through this Saturday. I believe it's one of the top three longest dry spells as far as consecutive days without a game in team history. We'll have to have our friend Mike Fornabio with the Connecticut Post check us on that. But it has to be. Uh, because this team usually in a normal season would play every other day, you know, maybe go a full week, but then play three games in as many days. But right now, again, this team hasn't played since Thursday, and they're all the way uh, going through this Saturday without a contest. So uh, we'll try to fill the void with some fun here on the podcast today. This week we've got Jakob Skarik on the show. He's uh, been pretty eye-opening lately, and he's been eye-opening in this uh, conversation that we're going to have with him how many languages can one person speak in some form or another? We're going to find that out. Also, what activities and sports uh, he enjoys outside of hockey and what other members of his family are involved in that got him into the sporting realm. And uh, he was born into a very athletic family. So it makes sense that he's in sports, maybe not necessarily hockey. Uh, his family involved in a lot of different things that aren't your typical sports like baseball, basketball, football, and, of course, the golf answers that we always get. Before we get to Jakob Skark, let's wrap up last week's action. Skark was still up with the New York Islanders on the taxi squad, so he wasn't a part of it. But Bridgeport uh, picked up a huge win at Webster Bank Arena last Thursday, and it was their first game beyond 60 minutes this season. Another come-from-behind win. All three of them have been so far this year. Bridgeport was down 2-0 in the second period, but then that 2019 draft class got going and three of the four goals Bridgeport scored in a 4-3 win came from the 2019 draft class. It started with first-rounder Simon Holmstrom, and then seventh-rounder Kolkowski scored his second goal of the season. It tied the game at two, and then early in the third period, Sam Bolduc has been impressive all year long, but he picked up right where he left off back on Monday, and he was able to score his third goal of the season, tied for the team lead ultimately at the end of the day. Another Islanders draft pick from the 2016 class, Otto Koivula, ended it. His second career overtime winner, and it was his sixth game-winning goal in the American Hockey League overall. What a thriller it was. It was his first goal of the season. No better time than in overtime to get it done. Here's how that one sounded at home on Thursday. 
Turns away from Brodzinski, getting knocked down was Batetto at the low slot. In front, they score! Koivula's first goal of the season is an overtime winner. And the South Tigers win it 4-3. It only took 29 seconds this afternoon, but they get it done. Well, we joked around on social media, and it's true. You can't spell auto without OT. And Otto gets it done in overtime. That was after a 5-2 set back on Monday, March the 15th at Providence, in which Tom Kunakel and Cole Bardrow both found the back of the net. So now it's Bardrow, Simon Holmstrom, and Sam Bolduc with a team leading three goals on the season. Bolduc's got a team best seven points on the year. Keep in mind, this is a weird season and it's condensed, but in the course of Sound Tigers history, no defenseman has led the team in scoring at the end of the year, so we'll keep an eye on that. Speaking of keeping an eye out, imagine a lot of folks out there are keeping an eye on Sam Bolduc, who is uh, is off to a great start in his pro career. He may not get a call-up to the Islanders this season, but you'd imagine if he plays the way he is right now through the course of next year, that call-up is not very far away, perhaps the mid-portion or late portion of next season. We've talked about it a lot lately. The results haven't necessarily shown how good the Sound Tigers have played at times this year, and that relates to Jakub Skarik as well. Certainly, you know, his record right now and his numbers aren't the tail of the tape the way he's played, and we'll welcome Jakub Skarik into the podcast now for what is just such an insightful conversation. And uh, Jakub, I mean, you're playing very well right now. The results haven't been there, but you've taken a shutout into the third period of the last two games you've played in the American Hockey League, and I just crunched the numbers. Your save percentage over the last three starts is 939. That's not bad at all. I mean, progression is really the name of the game in development. You want to progress game to game, season to season, and uh, Jakob, as you still look to make it to the National Hockey League, do you feel like you've progressed well in the first six appearances here in the American Hockey League this year? Yeah, like there is a always a huge space to improve, and uh, and that's why I'm working or I'm trying to work hard every every single day and listen my coaches what they are trying to uh, tell me or in, like what I'm, I'm trying to listen them to improve myself and yeah I, I feel like the the work is paying off but I, I still have I still want to work and and uh, and don't don't think about it that much I just want to uh, be ready for next game when I when I get a chance to play and it doesn't matter where it is pretty much but uh, I'm just very grateful especially this year that I have a chance to play that many games in a Bridgeport and last year I played a lot of games as well because uh, I I feel like the the games are the best way to 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 get better uh, even the practices are great, and uh, it's it's great to work with the goalie coaches. But the games are pr probably the best way to to get to get better. So, yep. so yeah, I'm very grateful for that, and I'm I'm trying just to help the team as much as I can. And unfortunately, we don't have the team results as we want to have, but I feel like we are playing uh, better and better every game. So, so I hope that the results will come pretty soon. Sure, and you played the first five games with the Sound Tigers this year. Now you've played six of the team's ten. That's because you've been called up a couple of times to the Islanders' taxi squad. I'm curious when you're over there. I mean, you've spent time there during training camp and development camps, but now as you're in you know, the, the middle of this season and they're in the middle of their season as well, 
I don't know what the situation's like over on Long Island, but do you find yourselves in close quarters with you know some of their players, specifically some of their goaltenders? And is there anyone that you kind of uh, lean on for advice? Uh, yeah, like uh, we, I have to say, we have a great relationship with guys in a, in a Bridgeport and a, and in a Islanders organization as well, where with Warley and Soroka. So uh, I have a, I'm pretty fortunate that uh, I, I was learning Russian at school, so so we can speak Russian. Uh, my Russian is not that great, so it's just a little small talk. But they they, they both know. English pretty much uh, pretty well so so it's it's great and uh yeah we, like it's great to get some advices especially from Varley uh we, we are discussing some some stuff on on ice and off ice um asking I'm like I, I have a uh, some questions for him sometimes so so he, he answers them to me and uh, I'm pretty grateful for that and uh and Soroka as well is a great goalie and uh yeah, so I'm pretty grateful that uh, we we have a great goalies here, and uh, which are great goalies and great people as well. They have a great personality, so so I'm pretty grateful for that. As a follow up to that, would you say you can speak three languages clearly, like English, Czech, and Russian? Would you say you're fluent in all of those? And how many languages can you speak in in some capacity? Yeah, like. Uh, I wouldn't say it's uh, on a level as English. It's <laughs> definitely worse, <laughs> but because it's probably more because like uh, I, I don't use it that much, so so like I I'm I'm forgetting a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I also speak uh, or I understand Slovakian, and uh, I, I'm speaking a little bit uh, of Swedish and Finnish as well. So, Jeez. but it's but it's just uh, just like basics and and. So it's nothing, nothing crazy. So I would say English and Czech are the main languages to me, and and uh, I'm, it's 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 good. And then third would be like Slovakian, maybe next. Yeah, Slovakian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's uh, it's pretty similar to Czech, so you don't even have to study and you understand <laughs> pretty much everything. So it's that's good. <laughs> that's nuts. I can barely speak English half the time, and that's the truth. Uh, <laughs> tell me about the 2018 National Hockey League draft. You were selected in the third round by the Islanders, 72nd overall. What was it like to hear your name pick there in Dallas, Texas, and to go through that experience? Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, it was a uh, uh, first time uh, for my mom to be in the United States or be in the be. I think it maybe it was the first time for her to fly in a plane. I'm not sure about that, but it was definitely her first time to be in the States. And uh, it was a great, great day. Uh, we were there together with Philip Zadina. Uh, he was drafted by Detroit in a, in a day before me. So so we had a pretty nice like family trip there. We visited a couple of places in Dallas. Uh, we, we spent a lot of time with our agents there, with uh, Darren Ferris and uh, Ryan Barnes. So it was it was a great time. It was like uh, pretty chilled, and uh, on, a, on a draft day, it was I was <laughs> I was a little bit nervous, like when I'm going to be, but at the same time I knew that I I can't control it as much now. So uh, like I if I remember right, the I had a last interview before the draft with uh, uh, Chris Terreri and uh, Chris Lamorello. Uh, so I I was kind of I don't want to say I, I was expecting that but they were a little bit higher uh, 
on my well, not on my list, but uh, I was a little bit. If I should say some team, they were like there. Mm-hmm. So, so but but still, like you you can't you you can't know if, if they are gonna pick you. So, so I was just like, waiting, and uh, I was a little bit nervous. And when I heard my name, it was uh, everything fell off from me, and I was so happy. And uh, and then there wasn't much time to celebrate because next day I was uh, coming here to or to New York and uh, then on like Olong Island on a, on a development camp. So there, was, there wasn't much time to celebrate, but I, I feel like uh, my family and uh, myself were, we were pretty happy that I got drafted. And, and But the draft doesn't mean anything uh, pretty much. It's just a little little checkpoint on the, on the way or, or on the path in the career. And, and now it's... I knew that it, it's gonna be just about the hard work and the consistent work, and and uh, I'm I'm still trying to trying to climb on the on that on that way. So. Sure. Well, I know a lot of folks are happy that you're an Islanders prospect, which you've been ever since that day in Dallas and and Jakob. I mean, that was about two months exactly after Lou Lamorello was hired as the president of hockey operations for the New York Islanders. You know, he's very high on you. A lot of people are in the organization, and a lot of it's because of the work you put in when you don't know if anyone's watching or not. I, I don't know you know, how much you know about this, but you know, I understand you're the first one in the weight room. You're one of the last ones to leave the ice, the first ones on the ice. I mean, you put in all of the work, whether anyone is watching or not, and you know that speaks volumes. I'm curious where that came from. Yeah, like uh, uh, I'm used to used to work, uh, or I have a, some some routines going on. So um, it just takes a little bit more time to me to 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 get prepared for the practice, and I want to make sure that my body is warmed up and and activated for the ice. And uh, if there is some time after the ice, I like to stay a little bit longer as well because uh, I want to be ready for the games as best as possible. And then after the practice, I'm used to to used to be in a weight weight room uh, to to do some extra extra stuff if we don't have any any like team workouts or, or stuff like that. So I just want to make sure that my body is ready as well uh, on the games and on the practices, and uh, and uh, it just uh, it just become become habit to me and and like. I don't feel like it's it's anything special, but but uh, yeah, I just want to make my body ready and uh, prevent some mm-hmm. injuries and uh, and do do proper recovery after after the you know ice sessions and off ice sure. sessions as well. So is that the way it's always been? That's what I'm used to because my my dad when when I when I started playing hockey, he told me if I, if you want to be better than 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 everybody else, you have to work. Work what they do and then work extra. So that's what I'm trying to do because I have some certain goals or I set some certain goals to myself and and if I want to accomplish them, it just leads through the through the hard work and I don't mind it. So yeah. uh, I like to work and and I have no problem with that. Well, Jakub, you certainly took that advice to heart. I'm curious, is your dad a, a former player, a former coach, or anything? Uh, no, like when he was young, uh, he was a mountain climber. And, oh, nice. uh, he climbed he climbed uh, Mount Blanc, which is the highest mountain in Europe, and uh, some some other ones. And he was uh, playing volleyball, and uh, but he he was doing like everything. He was playing soccer. 
he tried Iron Man and uh, everything. So, so we like in overall we are like sports sports based family. My mom was doing athletics and uh, and uh, basketball. My sister is in a national team of uh, of athletics. She's doing javelin throw. So, so we are we are pretty much like sports based family. And uh, my dad, when I started playing hockey and or goalie. Uh, he he like he never was involved in, in playing hockey. So so he like bought some books or watched some videos and and he kind of learned learned what goalie should do. And then he was my first first coach and and we were like skating a lot. And I have like private goalie sessions with him uh, when the players were skating on the other side. And he was like pretty much on every every practice uh, with me on ice when I was young. And then. When I become a pro in in Czech, he was watching every game or or every practice from the stands, and then we were talking about it, what what I could do better, and and we are discussing the games pretty much now too. Uh, it's not not that much now because I have a great coaches here, mm. uh, but but still we we talk about hockey pretty much too now. Sure, whether it's your dad, your mom, your sister, anyone. I mean, do you call them? After every single game you play, after most games, I mean, are you guys in touch pretty much every day? Yeah, we, we pretty much call every day with with our, with our family uh, or with my parents and uh, sister to to see like what's what's new in their lives, what's new in Czech, and and uh, yeah, we and we discuss the games too and uh, practices like what we did and, and how how was it. And it but it's now it's just pretty much like talk what 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 like what we were doing and just he's pretty much interested in what we are doing now and, and uh, how I'm doing and, and he's watching every game uh, on the AHL TV so so he has a has, has a nice view and and he's enjoying that but he's enjoying that we have the earlier earlier <laughs> games now so they he don't he don't have to be like a, up like uh, two o'clock in the morning or something <laughs> like that. So, so he really appreciates that. <laughs> yeah, or they are appreciated. Hey, did did you always want to be a goalie? You talked about your dad. You know, bought you some books and and watched videos and kind of taught you some of the positions. I mean, was it always just uh, narrow focused on being a goaltender, or did you try to experiment playing you know forward or, or defense? Uh like I didn't have any any goal to be even like a hockey player. Uh, just it was just a goal for my parents to learn me how to skate, and we tried it on the lake. But uh, that's what I remember. They told me I was pretty bad, <laughs> so they 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 signed me for uh, like uh, skating lessons. And it was it was at that time it was uh, like ruled from like by the figure skaters. So that's where I learned to to skate a little bit. And after us, there was like a like children at my age, but they were playing hockey. So we were always watching them. And once my my dad went on a business trip, and I got from uh, like uh, on Christmas uh, like the uh, shin protectors and uh, some some hockey stick and gloves, and and I and my grandpa uh, drove me on the on the practice or, or on the skating and then I, I stayed with the hockey players and, and I was uh, like forward for a first year and then once the goalie goalie didn't come on a practice and coach asked who wants to try it and 
I said like, okay, I can try it. And uh, from from then, I'm I'm a goalie. So <laughs> so it was kind of accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an accident. Yeah, a good accident though. That's when you're happy uh, that turned out that way. Uh, Jakob, we talked about your hard work. You know, you're so dedicated to the game and, and to the craft. When you walk into the rink every single morning, whether it's here at Webster Bank Arena, whether it's across the Sound over on Long Island, when you walk in those doors, and your mind is set on accomplishing a mission for the day, what is it that you're trying to do to get better every day? Uh, like I have a certain goals uh, what I said to myself or with my like strength coach uh, would be or, or what I want to be or how, how good I want to be so my my goal is just to like work hard every day do my best or, or fight on every shot on the ice and uh, yeah so that's basically it and uh, I it uh, like I really liked Kobe Bryant, so he, he's kind of my inspiration in this this word ethic and, and this stuff because he was a he was a maniac in that in a good way. So yeah, so I just just try to as I said before, I just try to prepare my body for the practice and and after the ice, I like I just want to make sure that I I am I'm gonna be healthy and and my body will improve as well on the off ice. And when my body will work on the off ice, it will work well on ice yep. as well. So, so yeah. And as a follow-up to that, I mean, you talk about coming in, putting your head down, working hard, and, and kind of having that philosophy that no one owes you anything, but you owe it to yourself to get better and to you know try to achieve your ultimate goal, which is playing in the National Hockey League and staying there and, and playing many seasons in uh, at the highest level. I mean, putting your head down, working hard, and not really, you know, being high maintenance is kind of prototypical Lamorello philosophy, and uh, you know that's kind of their the way they go about things. That that seems to fit your personality very well. What do you like about playing under the Lamorello umbrella, and specifically for Chris here in in Bridgeport? Uh, I like that they are like pretty pretty straight straight people, and uh, and uh, they are also fair, uh, so. It just, I, I, I like this kind of people the, that they are not playing any games and and uh, they, they go straight to the point and uh, they are honest with with us and but yeah I'm trying to like not not think about it that much like if they are like here watching the practice or watching the game my my main focus is just like on the park and uh, and on the on the practice or a game. Uh, just you know, so I, I'm trying not to think about it that much. Uh, but they are, as I said, they are great people, both of, both of them, and and uh, it's an honor to 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 be here now, to be part of the Texas squad. And when I'm back in Bridgeport, uh, it's it's an honor to be part of the team as well. So I'm just trying to to bring my best. Uh, it doesn't matter where, and and I'm just trying to be the best version of myself. So. Sure. And Jakob, I want to wrap it up here with some of the relationships you have with guys on this Sound Tigers team. Of course, the hero in overtime on Thursday was Otto Cuevla. You were still with the taxi squad and the Islanders, so you weren't a part of that game. But, you know, I know you and Otto get along very well. Typically, you know, European guys, you guys over there like to, you know, build the friendships uh, with, with European guys first. And that seems to fit the, the bill there with you and Otto. 
I know you've you've roomed, I believe, during some development camps with him, also some other guys um, from more recent draft classes. What's your relationship like uh, with Otto? Yeah, I, I just want to say that I think on the first development camp, I was on a, uh, in a room, like uh, Oliver Wallstrom was my roommate. And on the second one, it was uh, Bodie Wild. Okay. So, but I was with Otto, I think, last year on the camp. And he, it was like first time I knew that I'm going to be in the States. So, so he helped me a lot in the beginning to, to kind of show how, how does it work here? Because I wasn't here, uh, like longer than like one week when we were here with national team on some tournaments and we, we had pretty much everything set up. So we don't, we don't have to care what we, what we have to do. So, or, or what we should do. So he kind of showed me, uh, like how does it work here? He helped me to set the like American phone number. Uh, you know, we were going to restaurants and, uh, and, and he was like pretty much, I would say like one of the first friends I made here. Uh, and I think he kind of knew what, what does it take to, to come from Europe to here? Uh, cause it's a little bit different than in Europe. So, so he helped me a lot in the beginning and in overall, he's a, he's a great person, great hockey player. And uh, you you can always talk to him, and uh, he likes to make jokes on me, so I'm trying to make jokes back to him. So, so it's it's a lot of fun, and it's great uh, that I have I have him, and uh, in a or we we can be teammates. And uh, yeah, I'm just hoping best for him that he will he will get back to the NHL and uh, add some more games and and goals and points in the, in the Islanders. And from a younger guy to an older guy. I also know that uh, you get along very, very well with your locker room buddy. That's Tom Kunakel, who's in the stall next to you. Another European guy from Germany, and of course he's been over here in the States much, much longer. And, uh, you know, he's he's accomplished quite a bit already, a couple of Stanley Cups to his credit. What advice does he give to you? You know, what, what do you look to get from him because he is so close to you in the locker room? And I know you guys are close off the ice as well. Yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, we we are sitting pretty much next to each other in the locker room in Bridgeport, so we we talk kind of a lot, kind of a lot, and and he knows some Czech words because he was a roommate with one Czech player when he was uh, in Pittsburgh. So so it's nice to nice to hear some some Czech Czech phrases and uh, from him and and uh, yeah, he's a he's a funny guy. He's a great guy to talk to and. Uh, uh, and the same as for Otto, it's uh, it's great to be uh, his teammate, and and I hope that he will be back in NHL soon, and and he will be healthy, and and uh, yeah, he he already achieved a lot. I wish at least I I, I would have some half of his success he has, but but he's a, he's a great guy. He he's working a lot, and yeah, so it's it's great to be by his side, and and I'm enjoying that as well. Well, Niakab, I promise you we've enjoyed having you on this uh, edition of the Sound Up Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. Have yeah. a nice day, too. You won't find a better kid than that, uh, Jakob Skarik. Class act all around. Six games into his Sound Tigers season. He also played four games in Finland to begin the year when the shutdown was still in effect here in the States. Last year was his maiden voyage in North America. He played 16 games with Bridgeport 
and an additional 14 with the Worcester Railers in the ECHL. Of course, Skarik, a draft pick and a prospect of the New York Islanders as he continues to develop. I'm sure great things are down the road for him. He certainly has the work ethic for it, and he's out to uh, make a difference and uh, get to the NHL and stay there for a long, long time. As we just heard, he's got a great relationship with Tom Kunakel, who, of course, has been in the NHL for a long time. He was actually our guest on the last Sound Up podcast we had. It was a couple of weeks ago, and the trivia question we brought to you halfway through that segment was, Tom Kuhnockel is one of three German players to ever win the Stanley Cup, and we are curious if you could name the other two. One of them, Dennis Seidenberg, a former teammate on Long Island, and, of course, Dennis Seidenberg won the Cup with Boston in 2011. The other one, did you get it right? That's Yui Krupp from 1996. He won the Cup with Colorado, and he was at the time the first German player to ever win the ultimate prize in the National Hockey League. He hoisted Lord Stanley in 96, and uh, so that's the correct answer. We'll look back if you commented on Facebook or Twitter with the correct answer. We'll send you a Sound Tigers prize pack. Thanks for playing along, and thanks for tuning into all of these episodes, specifically today with Jakob Skarik, a very insightful, a very interesting man, and again, a great prospect for the New York Islanders who has big things ahead in his future. I'm Alan Furing. Thanks again for joining us on this edition. We'll talk to you next week on the Sound Up Podcast.